Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manim, I'm Rabbi Avram Goldai, and today we're in Serkaz Yuma, Daf Nun Ches, the fifth parak, Hotsiyolo. So the three topics we're going to focus on, number one, Rabbi Barachama asked Rav Chista, Hiniach Mizrak Betoch Mizrak Bekibobo Asadam Mahu, what's the halacha? If a Kohen placed a receiving bowl inside another receiving bowl and received the blood of a carbon in it, Min B'mino Chotzez or Eino Chotzez, does something of a given kind act as a chatzitza with regard to something else of its kind, or does it not? So after rejecting one proof that it does not, and one proof that it does, the more presents an alternative version of Rabbi Barakamba's question. Derek sheres bekach, or ain't derek sheres bekach? Is it considered a proper manner of service to do so, to receive the blood in a bowl within a bowl, or not? The Gemara answered from a Bryce that taught in Yeshiva the Torah states, as Kol Kliya Shari says, She Yesharasubam Bakodesh, and they should take all the service vessels that they use for service in the holy place. The Pasuk speaks of Shnei Kalim Vesheris Achas, two kalim and one service, implying that the two kalim may be used for one service. Pointing to the next mission describes the avod of the Kohen Gadol did on the Mizbach HaZahav, after concluding the sprinkling of the parochas. The Pasuk states, V'yatzal Mizbech HaSher Hashem. He shall go out to the Mizbech that is before Hashem. Zeb Mizbach HaZahav. This refers to the golden altar. Then the Gemara brings a brice to the taught, V'yatzal Mizbech Matamalomer. What's the Torah teaching when it says the Kohen Gadol shall go out to the Mizbech? So Rabbi Nechemia said, Since we find that the Kohen Gadol's bol chat is brought for inadvertently committing a sin that is punishable by chorus as a result of his own incorrect halachic ruling, that at the moment the Kohen Gadol does hazad towards the paroches, he stands past the Mizbeach, between the Mizbeach and the entrance of the Heichel. And it might have been thought that here too he stands past the Mizbeach. The Pasuk concerning the Yom Kippur offering therefore states, He shall go out to the Mizbeach, from which we infer that previously, when doing Hazah on the Paroches, he was standing lifnim min ha-mizbech, inwards from the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the Paroches. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a bright with the Malchoks regarding the sequence the Kohen Gadol used to daub blood on each of the four corners of the Mizbech HaZahav. Rebekiva says that he started from the southeast corner and then proceeded to the southwest, northwest, and northeast corners. Riyosa Glili says he began from the northeast corner and proceeded from there to the northwest, southwest, and southeast corners. Now the Gemara notes the Kuliyama Miha Bahu Karen de Everyone agrees that the corner which the Kongado first encounters as he walks towards the Mizbech is not the one he does the first application of blood on. Or she explains that he first encounters a western corner. So what's the reason for this? Shmuel answered the Pasik states, Mizbech, he shall go out to the altar. This implies he should not make any blood applications at all, Mizbech, until he passes the entire length of the Mizbech. So once again, the three points are number one. Rami Bar Chama asked Rav Chista, "Hinich Mizrach mitok Mizrach v'kibo bo asedam amahu." What's the lach of a kohen place a receiving bowl inside another receiving bowl and receive the blood of a carbon in it? Min b'mino chotzetz or in chotzetz? Does something of a given kind act as a chitzitza with regard to something else of its kind, or does it not? So after rejecting one proof that it does not and one proof that it does, the Gemara presents an alternative version of Rami Bar Chama's question: Derech sheres bekach or ain't derech sheres bekach? Is it considered a proper manner of service to do so, to receive the blood in a bowl within a bowl, or not? The Gemara answered from a Bryce that taught in Yeshiva Bishmal that the Torah states, as Kol Kriyashars, Asher Yashar Subam Bakodesh, and they should take all the service vessels that they use for service in the holy place. The Pusik speaks of Shnei Kalim Bisheris Achas, two Kalim and one service, implying that two Kalim may be used for one service. Pointing to the next mission describes the Avod of the Kongal did on the Mizbach Zahav after concluding the sprinkling on the parochas. The Pasuk states, He shall go out to the Mizbech that is before Hashem. 
This refers to the golden altar. The Gemara brings a brisa that taught what does the Torah teach you when it says the Kong Gadol should go out to Mizbeach? So Rabbi Nechemia says, Since we find that the Kong Gadol's bowl chat is brought for inadvertently committing a sin that is punished by Baikoris as a result of his own incorrect halachic ruling, that at the moment the Kong Gadol does hazah towards the parochas, he stands past the Mizbeach, between the Mizbeach and the entrance of the Heichel. And it might have been thought that here too he stands past the Mizbeach. The Pasuk concerning the Yom Kippur offering therefore states, He should go out to the Mizbech, from which we infer that previously when doing Hazah on the Parochas, he was standing inwards from the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the Parochas. And pointing with me, the Gemara brings up Reis with him, regarding the sequence the Kohen Gadol used to daub blood on each of the four corners of the Mizbech Hazahav. Rekiva says that he started from the southeast corner and then proceeded to the southwest, northwest, and northeast corners, Yosef Gali says he began from the northeast corners and proceeded from there to the northwest, southwest, and southeast corners. The Gemara notes, the Everyone agrees that the corner which the Kongado first encounters as he walks towards the Mizbech is not the one he does the first application of blood on. Rashi explains that he first encounters a western corner. So what's the reason for this? Shmuel answered that the Pasuk states of a Yatza El Mizbech. He shall go out to the altar. This implies he should not make any blood applications at all until he passes the entire length of the Mizbech. Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Nunches and our standard Simmer is Noach Goldberg, the zookeeper. Not to be confused with Noach from the Torah. So Noach Goldberg, the zookeeper. So here goes. Noach Goldberg, the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongadol and Yom Kippur, doing Hazan the Parochis while standing between it and the Mizbach Zahav, and then walking past the Mizbach before daubing blood on it. Once again, in slow motion. Noah Goldberg the zookeeper. Noah Goldberg the zookeeper. That must be more Daf Nun Ches. Noah Goldberg the zookeeper who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, which reminds us, Rami Barakama asked with Chista, what's the lach of a cone place a Mizrach, a receiving bowl inside another Mizrach, and receive the blood of a carbon in it? Do we say, Min bemino chotzetz or eno chotzetz? So after rejecting one proof that it does not, one proof that it does, the more presents an alternative version of Rami Barakama's question. Derech sheres bekach ein derech sheres bekach. Is it considered a proper manner of service to do so, to receive the blood in a bowl, within a bowl, or not? We're answered from our Brisa taught in Yeshiva of Rabbi Shmo, that the Torah states, as as and they should take all the service vessels they use for service in the holy place. The Pasuk speaks of Shnei Kelim Besheros Achas, two Kelim and one service, implying that two Kelim may be used for one service. So, Noch Goldberg, the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongado and Yom Kippur, doing Hazan the Parochas while standing between it and the Mizbach HaZahav. Which reminds the next mission describes the Avodah the Kongado did on the Mizbach HaZahav after concluding the sprinkling on the Parochas. The Pasuk states, V'yatz al-Mizbech Hashem, He shall go out to the Mizbech that is before Hashem. Zem Mizbach HaZahav, this refers to the Golden Altar. The Gemara brings a bright to the taught. What is the Torah teaching when it says, V'yatz al-Mizbech, the Kongado shall go out to the Mizbech. So when Nehemiah says, L'fishim etzinu babar habal kol mitzvah, since we find that the Kohen Gadol's bull chat is brought for inadvertently committing a sin that is punishable by Karas as a result of his own incorrect halachic ruling, that at the moment the Kohen Gadol does hazah towards the parochas, he stands past the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the entrance to the Heichel. 
it might have been thought that here too he stands past Mizbech. The Pasuk concerning the Yom Kippur offering therefore states, He should go out to the Mizbech, from which we infer that previously when doing Hazah on the Parochas, he was standing inwards from the Mizbech, between the Mizbech and the Parochas. So, no Goldberg the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongad on Yom Kippur doing Hazah on the Parochas while standing between it and the Mizbech Zahav, and then walking past the Mizbech before dumping blood on it. Which reminds the more brings a bright with Malchus between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yosei Glili regarding the sequence the Kohen Gadol used to daw blood on each of the four corners of the Mizbach Zahav. The Gemara notes the Kliyama Mia Bahau Karen de Avid. Everyone agrees that the corner which the Kohen Gadol first encounters as he walks towards the Mizbach is not the one he does the first application of blood on. Rashi explains that he first encounters a western corner. So what's the reason for this? She will answer that the Pasuk states, for Yatsa Al Mizbach, that he should go out to the altar. This implies he should not make any blood applications at all until he passes the entire length of the Mizbech. So once again, Noah Goldberg, the zookeeper, who always put his feeding bowls within feeding bowls, often dreamed of becoming Kongad on Yom Kippur doing Hazan the Parochas while standing between it and the Mizbech Zahav, and then walking past the Mizbech before dumping blood on it. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazar. Daphne and Dalad. So the symbol Daphne and Dalad is noodles. So here goes. When the famed pasta chef noticed he was standing next to a pile of noodles, noodles, pasta chef, that must be on Duff Nundalad. When the famed pasta chef noticed he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile, which reminds us that a discussion began on Duff Nundgimal and based regarding the location of the Aron. A Bryce was brought that taught that both Rabbi Lezim and Rabbi Yechai say that the Aron went into Galus and Bavel, and Rabbi Yudim Lakish says that the Aron was hidden in his place. On this Duff, Rabbi Nachman brought a Bryce that taught that according to the Chamim, the Aron was hidden in the Lishka's Dira Eitzim. This is where wood from the Mizbech was stored and was examined by Kohanim Bali Moon for worms. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzhak said that this view was learned in a Mishnah in Shkalim, where there was an incident where the certain Kohen was busying himself in the Lishka, and he noticed that one of the stones of the floor was different from its counterparts. So he came to inform his colleague, and he didn't manage to conclude before his soul departed from him. They therefore knew with certainty that the Aron was hidden there. So when the famed Pasachev knows he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile... He picked them up and found a picture of two young children. He picked them up and found a picture of two young children embracing, which reminds us. Rav Katina said that when the Jewish people would ascend to the temple on the regal, the Gahani would roll up the parochas for them and show them the kruvim, which were joined together in an embrace, and the Gahani would tell them, Behold your fondness before the omnipresent like the fondness between a male and a female. When Rav Chizit challenges, since even the Levim were prohibited from gazing at the Aron when it was being placed in the cover for its transport, Rav Nachman answered that this prohibition didn't apply during the Temple era. He likened it to a kala. The whole time she's in her father's house, she's modest before her husband. Once she's fully married, she's no longer modest before her husband. Similarly, while the Jews were in the desert, we were likened to a kala, but once we were already in the land and had the base of Migdash, we were similar to a married woman. The reason the Kohen who wanted to reveal the location of the Aron died was because it was during Baishani, which is likened to a woman who was divorced and taken back by her husband. A woman who has been divorced and taken back returns to her earlier fondness and is modest. So when the famed pastor chef knows he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile, he picked them up and found a picture of two young children embracing on top of a stone painted like a globe, which reminds us. The mission stated that after the arm was taken, the Kohen God would place a shovelful of coals on the Evan Shasiyah, 
Abraisa explains this name, Shemimenu Hushasa Olam. From this stone, the world was founded. Abraisa taught the following. Rabbi Yaza says, the world was created from its center. Rabbi Yeshua says, the world was created from its sides. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yeshua holds that the world began with four foundations marking the edges of the world, and they extended inward. Rabbi Yitzhak said, a Kosh Baruch threw a stone in the sea, and from that stone the earth was founded. The Chamin say, Mitzion Nibra. The world was created from Sion. Daphnun Hay, so the symbol Daphnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. Did Shun learning about speed limit signs, speed limit signs, that must be more on Daphnun Hay. Did Shun learning about speed limit signs, who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign, but not hit it? Which reminds the Bryce was taught regarding the Kohen Gala sprinkling the bloods in the Kodesh Kadashim, that when he does Hazah one time above, he does not do Hazah on the Kaporis, so the blood will touch its top, but only opposite the thickness of the Kaporis, without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. The Gemara asks for the source that the first sprinklings of the bull blood and go blood are not aimed to come in contact with the top of the kaporas, but are merely sprinkled upwards. Rav Achibar Yaakov said in the name of Rav Yizera that the Pasuk states regarding the blood of the goat, and he shall sprinkle it upon the kaporas, meaning above, and in front of the kaporas, meaning below. Since the reference to below is not necessary, given that it can be learned out from the law of below from the blood of the bull, we can use the word below to learn a hekish of all to lifnei, from the sprinklings upon the kaporas to the sprinklings in front of the kaporas. Just as the sprinklings done before the kaporas don't reach the kaporas, so too the sprinkling above doesn't reach the kaporas. So the children learning about speed limit signs who are allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration. Which reminds me, we learned from the Mishnah on Dab Nun Gemal and when the Kongado counted the Hazaz, Hazari Shonen Srichem Minyan Imko Achaz Va'achaz. The first sprinkling, meaning the one directed upward, must be counted along with each and every one of the successive Hazaz, the seven directed downward. Rabbi Lazar said the reason is, so that he will not err in the counting of the sprinklings. Rashi explains that by counting the first sprinkling with each of the seven, the Kongado gains a moment to concentrate between each of the seven countings, which prevents him from inadvertently skipping or repeating a number. Rabbi Yochanan said that the reason is based on the Pasuk, and in front of the Kaboras, he shall sprinkle. Since there was no need to state Yazet, since sprinkling was mentioned early in the Pasuk, it's coming to teach that the first Hazah must be counted with each of the next seven. According to Rabbi Yochanan, if someone did not count the first one each time, but didn't err in the Hazahs, he has not fulfilled his Chiyub and must repeat the Hazahs. So the children learning about speed limit signs who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards a sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration, were told the true story of an owner of obligatory kinim who was killed in a speeding accident before his birds were offered. Which reminds us, we learned in the Mishnah on Daphne Gemal and that according to Rabbi Yehuda, there was only a single stand to hold the containers of blood for after the Hazaz. The Gemara brings a related ruling from a race that states that Rabbi says that there were no shofaros, no collection boxes in the Azar for the obligatory kinim because of the danger of intermixing the chattas with the ola. The Gemara asks what is meant by the danger of intermixing, and after rejecting the initial interpretations, concludes the decree was enacted because of a chattas shemesu ba'alei the possibility of intermixing a chattas whose owner has certainly died. If he dies before the contents of the box are offered, all the mines in the box will be rendered invalid. Dafnun vav, so the simber dafnun vav is the shusher and shul going, nu nu. So here goes. The shusher and shul said, nu nu, shusher and shul going, nu nu, that must be more on dafnun vav. The shusher and shul said, nu nu, as he was about to make kish on kusi wine purchase Arab Shabbos, which reminds us that on dafnun hey, I'm a basic more said than the case where the owner of a chata's bird has certainly died, the reason of Yehuda does not permit designated for zuzim which is the price of a bird to be the money of the dead owner, and throwing them into the water and letting the other zuzim in the collection box be permissible. 
is the Rebuta does not hold a brayer. The Gemara asks, where does it know the Rebuta does not hold a brayer? And brings a case in a brace where one purchased wine from Kusim on Erev Shabbos before dark, and he didn't have the kale into which to pour the necessary truma and rice portions. Rabbi Meir permits one to rely on brayer to designate the trumas and maestros now and separate them later, whereas Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon prohibited from drinking the wine until the trumas and maestros have been separated. The Gemara rejects this proof, bringing their words at the end of the brace, which state that they said to Rabbi Meir, are you not moted that wineskin might split open and the wine will spill, and he will have been found retroactively to having drunk tevil? It's clear from here that their position is not based on the rejection of Brera. So the Shushur and Shul said, Nu, nu, as he was about to make Kiddush on Kusi wine, purchased Erev Shabbos, got so distracted when news came the Chachman arrived in the West before Shabbos, which reminds us, the more brings a proof that Rebuta does not hold a Brera from a bright atop by Ayo regarding making two conditional Erev and when one does not know in which direction the Chachman is coming from on Shabbos. Yudah says, A person may not make stipulations concerning two things, two chachamim, simultaneously, but only concerning a single chacham regarding whom he may say that if the chacham comes to the east, his Arab is to the east. If he comes to the west, his Arab is to the west. Now, when it was asked, Rabbi Yudah permits the two Arabin in the case of a single chacham, if he doesn't hold a brera, Rabbi Yochan answered, The case of the single chacham is an instance in which he had already arrived before Shabbos. Rashi explains that the person making the Arab was simply unaware of his location. From the onset of Shabbos, he certainly wants the Erev, which is towards the Chacham's location. Therefore, from the moment that he makes the two Erevin, one of them is fully valid. When he learns the Chacham's location on Shabbos, the revelation is merely informing him of what had been determined before. There is no need to involve the use of Brera. So the Shushar in Shul, who said, Nu, nu, as he was about to make Kiddush on Kusi wine purchased Erev Shabbos, got so distracted when news came the Chacham had arrived in the West before Shabbos, that he accidentally put the coast down on the plate marked for Havdalah, instead of the one marked for Kiddush, which reminds us. We learned earlier that Rebuta permits only one stand to be used for the blood out of concern that with two stands, the Kongado might confuse the bloods and take the wrong one. They were asked why Rebuta does not permit taking two gold stands or writing upon each one, which one is for the bull's blood and which one is for the goat's blood. After all, we see Rebuta regards writing on the various collection boxes is a sufficient safeguard against confusing them. The Gemara answers Rabbi Yudah's concern that due to the weakness of the Kongado, he will not bear in mind to check the labels on the stands. Daf Nun Zayin, so the Simmer Daf Nun Zayin is a nose, and we use Pinocchio's nose. So here goes. The red Pinocchio, Pinocchio, that must be one Daf Nun Zayin, nose. The red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain with blood splattered on it, which reminds us of Bryce had taught that when the Kongado does Hazah, he does not do Hazah on the Parochas, but only opposite the Parochas without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. Rebbe Lezbred Rebiosi said, Anir Isiya Baromi, I saw the Parochas in Rome, and there were many drops of blood of the part in Sir of Yom Kippur. Clearly the blood was meant to reach the Parochas. The Gemara questioned his proof, suggesting that perhaps he saw the blood of the Parochas Dabar, or the Sir of Odazora, and answered that he recognized the correct blood because he saw they had been done in sequence, one above and seven progressively lower. So the red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain with blood splattered on it had been dipped in a bucket full of bull and goat blood that was accidentally mixed, which reminds the Gemara asks, what's to be done if the blood of the bull becomes mixed with the blood of the goat before any sprinklings are performed? Rabbi said, the Kongado places the mixture one time above and seven times below, and this is sufficient for both applications. When Rabbi Yermia heard this teaching, he said, these foolish Babylonians, it's because they dwell in a dark land, they state murky teachings. According to Rabbi, this means the Kongado applies the above sprinkling of the seir before he applies the below sprinkling of the part. And the Torah stated, the kilo machapra is a Kodesh, and he shall complete the Kabar for the Kodesh, from which we can infer, complete the Kabar of the blood of the par, and afterwards complete the Kabar for the blood of the Seir. 
Rather, the Kohen Gadol first places the mixture one time above and seven times below for the par obligation, and then does the same for the Seir. So, the red Pinocchio hanging in front of a curtain with blood splattered on it had been dipped in a bucket full of bull and goat blood that was accidentally mixed and placed right next to a golden altar that just received its once a year blood application, which reminds us. The Mishnah Dav Nun Gimam Bey stated that before doing the blood applications on the Mizbacha Zahav, the Kohen Gadol poured the blood of the bull into the blood of the goat. The more seeks to identify the town of our mission and concludes it's Rabbi Yoshi, based on a bracelet where he says that the blood should be mixed, and Rabbi Yonason says they should be applied separately. Rabbi Yoshi has said to him, Does the Torah not state that Aaron shall perform kapara upon its horns, Achas Bashana, once a year, implying that only one set of applications is made from both bloods? Rabbi Yonason said to him, But does the Torah not state, and you should take Midamha Par Midamha Sir from the blood of the Par and from the blood of the Sir and place it on the horns of the Mizbech, implying they should be placed separately? If so, why does the Torah state Achas Mishana one time a year to teach you that there's one application with the part and not two, and one application with the Seir and not two? All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which stuff do Makokos, Rav, and Rabbi what is done when the blood of the bull and the goat become mixed before any hazals were done? That's on Daf. Nunzayim. Good. Number two, which stuff when the Kongado walks past the Mizbech before dopping its corners based on the Pasuk Viyatza El Mizbech? That's on Daf. Good number three. Wish that when the stone of the Kodesh Kodashim was named the Evan Shosia because the world was founded from it. That's on Duff. Nundod. Good number four. Which stuff that when reviewed and others were concerned that the wineskin of Kusi wine would break retroactively causing the purchaser to drink Tevel. That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number five. Wish that when Rabbi Lezbari and Yossi saw the parochas in Rome and it was stained with blood. That's on Duff. Nunzayin. Good number six. Wish something when the blood thrown towards the Kapuras is not supposed to reach it. That's on Duff. Nunhei. Good number seven. Wish something when the proof that reviewed does not permit Brer is that he does not hold stipulating two Erevin in different directions for two Chachamim coming on Shabbos. That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number eight. Which Duff we've been Rabbi Yoshi and Rabbi Yonason whether the blood of the bull and goat are mixed or not before the applications on the Mizbach Zahav. That's on Duff. Nunzayin. Good number nine. Wish that one can put a Mizrak, a receiving bowl, in another one to receive blood. That's on Dav. Nunchas. Good. And number ten. Wish that they were in the text of the short field the Kohen Gadol said when he exited from the Kodesh Gadashim. That's on Dav. Nun Gimel. Excellent. Right, that concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.